Greetings, fellow humans. Welcome to the show where fake news is not tolerated, whether it's fake news in the mainstream media or fake news being peddled by talking heads in the conspiracy media world. We are on the search for truth, no matter how uncomfortable that might make us. And, you know, that might be why I've been censored off basically every platform you can think of. But we're here. We're streaming to DLive. We're streaming to Twitch. We're on the Foxhole app as well. Replays of these go up on BitChute, on Rumble, on Odyssey, on Gab TV, and there's a podcast version as well, so you can listen or watch however you so prefer. But we're here. Welcome, everybody. This is the Wednesday stream, hump day, and we've got a good one. Uh, a lot of different things to go over. We're just going to kind of bounce around through different topics, and uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, interesting things going on, too. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into the articles now. First of all, I do want to plug my uh, subscribe star here as well. If you do enjoy this work, I appreciate any support that you can offer uh, through a variety of ways. You know, in the description down below this video, you can find different ways on how to support subscribe stars one. And the reason why I'm plugging subscribe star in this video is because tomorrow on Thursday, I'm doing the uh, exclusive weekly zoom call. For everybody signed up on uh, Subscribestar and also my jordansather.tv website. So if you want access to that, uh, go check out Subscribestar. So moving on into our first topic of the day, we're going through a Sather fact check. Always got to do one of these in every video to uh, dispel whatever clickbait's going on out there. And this one is, lo and behold, another article that was on this website before it's news. This one's been... Uh, been popular lately before it's news and not popular for a good reason it's because they've been posting all kinds of crap and this article has been going around saying u.s special forces arrest john podesta and huma abedin <laughs> and same thing you know you read this no sources no citations and let's be real would we know specific details about a special forces operation come on man and not only was it on this site, but you have Real Raw News, another uh, infamous clickbait website. Just, uh, to, you know, use your brain cells, use common sense, do your due diligence, and it's pretty easy to see what is fake news these days. Let's get now into talking about this QAnon doc. Hopefully, this is the last time I ever have to talk about it. You know, the, the very last episodes aired on Sunday, and now it's pretty much just the the after PR we're dealing with. Here we have Cullen Hoback, the producer of that HBO uh, documentary series. He was on Anderson Cooper yesterday. <laughs> Big surprise on CNN, Anderson Cooper's show. So he was really going with those narratives that Ron Watkins was the mastermind behind Q. Ron Watkins, who used to be the administrator of Eight Chan that turned into Eight Coon, you know Ron Code Monkey. The media is really going for that narrative. They're pretty much putting all they have into into that. Ron Watkins is like their scapegoat, and no, I mean you go through all of the proofs, all of the authentic photographs that Q posted. 
the times where they had some sort of specific foreknowledge of events that were going to happen a day or a couple weeks later. Um, why would all of the mainstream media fake news apparatus be activated like it was and also big tech to censor Q if Q was the brainchild of, you know, Ron Watkins, it just nothing makes sense in terms of that. So clearly they're desperate. Their desperation is showing and Cullen Hoback, man, being a little weirdo, not going to lie. He did a AMA and ask me anything on Reddit the other day. And this was one of his answers. He said here that uh, essentially alluding to the idea that General Flynn was bolstering Q behind the scenes from as early as 2018, he claimed that uh, General Flynn was privately messaging Q-tubers, is what he called them, like Liz Crokin and Jordan Sather, telling them to stay Flynn was DMing us, telling us to like stay the course or trust the plan or things like that. I've even seen some very questionable channels on Telegram and they claim to be pro Q, pro MAGA Telegram channels. But in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if there's some sort of infiltrators or controlled opposition. But all these channels are claiming to, uh, and Colin Hoback here claiming that Flynn was like leveraging us to continue the whole Q narrative and even feeding us misinformation to spread around, even paying us. That's some claims I saw on Telegram that we were getting paid by Flynn to spread these narratives when it's all, it's all not true at all. Um, let me explain the Flynn DM that I got. Literally all it was is Flynn telling me Merry Christmas. That's it. This is the only correspondence I have ever had with General Flynn. And this happened because I told him happy birthday. And of course, his birthday is on Christmas Eve. So he he messaged me and said, Merry Christmas. Done. End of conversation. <laughs> no, I was never coordinating to spread information. Flynn never told me to like stay the course or continue my work. I definitely wasn't paid to spread particular information. So, I mean, if Cullen Hoback got this wrong and was trying to spread shit narratives about this, clearly, you know, what else is he getting wrong in that doc? A lot. And moving on from that into more bullshit from the mainstream media, this is from Newsweek. Newsweek is trying very, very hard to basically get this event that we got going on in Dallas canceled and uh, docs the the organizers of it. Excuse me. So we got Newsweek here, you know, QAnon couple behind three-day Dallas event, billing Michael Flynn, Sidney Powell. I'll be there as well. And also, they are doxing the full names <laughs> of the organizer behind this, who they didn't really keep themselves uh, private. His name's John. But, you know, they're, of course, doing what they can to try to cancel it. <laughs> You know, there's some weirdos out there, like I mentioned in my last video, who are look like they're trying to, I don't know, swagger jack this event or maybe even infiltrate it. I don't know. Weird things going on, but this would be a this be an interesting time. I've got I've got some questions for some folks that are gonna be there. Not gonna lie. And then our very last article on Q 
is about, ah, uh, can't believe I'm going to mention him again on a video, but it's too comical not to. Austin Steinbart got some press. They're calling him a QAnon influencer, which is uh, pretty pathetic to call him, but he apparently got released from prison after 225 days in prison. Yes, Austin Steinbart is apparently out and lucky enough to get himself a couple of uh, <laughs> articles about him. It's just funny. It's just funny. Okay, let's move on from that into Ghislaine Maxwell. Prosecutors have disclosed almost 3 million pages of evidence. 3 million pages on Ghislaine Maxwell. That is crazy. I mean, it's nuts. And, you know, a few things come of this. Number one, Ghislaine Maxwell's court case. I mean, let's just let's just see what happens with that. We might get some big bombs come out of that when it finally kicks off in a couple of months here. Number two, if we have three million pages just on Ghislaine Maxwell, that kind of shows you the the breadth of all of the criminal activities that, I mean, this is just one individual that we could say was involved in the cabal or the deep state. Three million pages on, well, I guess two individuals, Epstein and Maxwell, but shoot, man, how many millions and millions of pages are on everybody else? I mean, this is a this is a very slow, methodical process we have to go through to uncover uh, everything that's going on with the, you know, deep state players. So it's kind of a piece of evidence right there that this is a a marathon, not a sprint. So yeah, it's it's gonna take even longer than a few months or even a couple of years to uncover all of this, but we're going through it. Things are happening, still are. And another thing happening is Joe Biden trying to put the kibosh on some gun rights. So apparently tomorrow he's going to put forward some uh, uh, yet another executive order, but an executive action on gun control. And this particular one is going to focus on what they call ghost guns, apparently, making it mandatory for individuals buying gun kits to undergo a background check as purchasers of manufactured firearms are required to do. Now, this might be just a little bit of a scare tactic. You know, like, we'll have Joe Biden do... <laughs> they wouldn't, wouldn't be having it, let alone would they even comply with that. So, I don't know. I'm not too concerned, but... We'll see what comes of, of that. And now let's move on into talking some social media. So Mike Lindell posted this on his Telegram account and other social media accounts yesterday. His social media platform, Frank. Frank. What a name. Just saying, Mike Lindell missed out on a golden opportunity to call his platform Pillow Talk. <laughs> Pillow Talk. So anyway, he's calling it Frank. And it's going to be out next week. So this is very big news. I'm actually excited for it. I'm definitely going to sign up. Hey, speaking of which, it looks like DLive is having problems today. I don't know why DLive is not taking the live stream. But uh, we are on Twitch and Foxhole right now. Uh, I just don't know. I'll have to figure that out afterwards. But anyway... Yes, I will be on Frank when it comes out. Definitely sign up there. 
check it out. It might be great. It might be awesome. Um, it might be terrible, but might as well give it a shot, right? And then hopefully we can get Trump's platform up and going within the uh, you know, next two, three months. Uh, next big tech platform is Rumble. A little bit of news on Rumble here. They are going to be offering live streaming as soon as next week. Now, initially, it's only going to be for paying customers. I don't know how much it costs to pay for Rumble's live streaming. I'll probably give it a shot just to see what it's like. Then they say they're going to introduce the free version of the live streaming over the next few months as they scale it out. But yeah, I mean, I would I would give it a shot, see how it works. So these live streams might be on a Rumble as well. I do hope Rumble offers the live streaming on their phone app. I would like to find some sort of um, app I can do phone streams on. Just do it that way, but we'll see. We'll see what it's like. Give it a shot when it comes out. Onward now into Matt Gates. The news breaking of him is just not stopping, and it's still looking like fake news. It's pretty much the New York Times is leading the charge. They're the ones putting out all of the articles on this. And yet again, we're getting some just dumb shit here that says, according to people, according to unnamed sources, you know, the people, the people. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's find another people. Let's find another one. The people said. Yeah, it's, it's just all based on anonymous, unnamed stuff. And in this particular one, we have Maggie Haberman now getting in on the action. So it all looks like a smear campaign, total frame job against Matt Gates. President Trump even put out a statement yesterday saying that, uh, well, let's backtrack a sec. This particular New York Times article that came out yesterday is claiming that Matt Gates asked for a pardon from Trump, like a preemptive pardon before Trump was even out of office and said, uh, you know, preemptive pardons for himself and his congressional allies for any crimes they may have committed. Trump put out a statement through his website yesterday that said Gates never asked him for a pardon. And it also must be remembered that he has totally denied the accusations against him. So just remember that looks like a fake news frame job. We know they're very good at doing those. Um, now, onward from that, let's talk about Alex Jones for a sec here. So, some uh, a few news stories coming out against good old AJ here the past couple of days. We have this one of apparently a video of Alex Jones stopping smugglers from illegally transporting children at the border. Video surface that, uh, you know, of what looked like to be an individual cramming some kids into his car and basically trafficking them around or I don't know exactly the backstory, but you know, Alex Jones was right on the scene there with a cameraman and he stopped the car and they got it all boom right there on camera. Couple of thoughts on this. I would not be surprised if this was some sort of basically photo op to bring Alex Jones some, you know, virtue signaling fake credibility. That's kind of what InfoWars is really good at doing, and they've done that quite a lot over the years, is giving themselves fake cred through different stunts. So there's that. Although, 
Could have been real. Could have been a, you know, a legit instance that Alex Jones went and stopped of trafficking. Regardless, uh, that happened. And then another piece of news on Alex Jones. This one from General Flynn, making a few people pretty curious yesterday. Flynn did, I think this was on Monday. Flynn did an interview with a particular channel. And in this interview, he gave Alex Jones some very big praise, saying that Alex Jones was a great patriot, loves his country, he's well-educated, all this sort of stuff, right? And a lot of people were confused. Shoot, I even saw some people reach as far as calling Flynn compromised, which I would absolutely not say that. What I would say about this is one of two things. Number one, I would think that it's very possible the, uh, shall we say, Mossad media networks are being dismantled or the, the puppet masters are being dismantled. And maybe Alex Jones is, you know, has been flipped, we could say, or the InfoWars brand might have been flipped. It's definitely possible. And, you know, it would be great, actually, for the White Hats, the alliance to have Alex Jones as an asset for them to get different messages out. It's definitely possible. We can't hate somebody our whole lives, right? They can change. So I could definitely see that with InfoWars. Or here's another possibility. If the InfoWars brand has not flipped per se, I could see Flynn doing what a spook does, doing what a Flynn does. You know, getting doing his counterintelligence work, getting close to the Mossad media networks and, you know, doing his whole operation that way. Whatever the case, you know, it's good to it's good to have work through the options of what could be going on and don't emotionally react and assume something based upon what evidence, you know. Sometimes you aren't going to know what exactly is going on. You just have possibilities. So you have to kind of wait and see what more proof, what more evidence comes out in due time to confirm whatever might be going on. But anyway, uh, that's that. Let's move on now to vaccines. We got a handful of articles to work through, bouncing around from different vaccine topics. This was a tweet they put out yesterday afternoon. The CDC, in a vaccine-promoting tweet, literally used the NPC character in their graphic for it. Like, check that out. That is to a T. You got the, the dot eyes and then the straight nose there. They actually used an NPC character in this meme. That's, you know, either that's what they think of us or that's what they want us to turn into by getting the vaccine is an NPC, but it's, it's pretty much it. I mean, they want to turn us into robotic automatons that don't think for ourselves, just do whatever we're told, like a uh, non-player character. <laughs> Next article. Next topic, actually. Elon Musk. Wow. He is showing his... uh clown colors here with a tweet he just put out a few hours ago i saw it and i had to throw it into this video he said here to be clear 
I do support vaccines in general and COVID vaccines specifically. The science is unequivocal. In very rare cases, there is an allergic reaction, but this is easily addressed with an EpiPen. Elon Musk is the smartest dumb guy or the dumbest smart guy that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, man. This is really making a lot of people who like entertain the idea of Elon Musk maybe being a white hat. This is totally changing their minds. And clearly, I mean, dude is straight shilling for big pharma here. I I don't know. I never really entertain the idea of Elon Musk being a white hat at at best. I thought, well, Elon Musk was probably a puppet for the the Black Hats, the deep state a few years ago. Then maybe his strings got cut when Trump came into power. Now he's went going and doing this. It's, I don't know. Elon Musk, I could care less for him anymore. Couldn't care less. Really, the only use he's for is making a tweet about Bitcoin and pumping up the price, you know, a few percent. Why can't you go tweet about Bitcoin? Why'd you have to go tweet about vaccines, Elon Musk? And, you know, knowing Elon Musk's habits, I wouldn't be surprised if he invested in like an EpiBen company a couple of days ago. <laughs> That's the reason why he's, he's tweeting this. I don't know. That's just a joke. But foolish, dude. Foolish. Clearly does not actually research much of what he tweets about. Let's be real. And he wants to put a chip in your head. And he goes in, has a kid with that really weird singer that makes music that's like, I don't know, sounds like devil music. Like, come on. Come on, Musk. You're going to call your company Tesla, and you're still dicking around with fossil fuels. Like, what a slap in the face to, to Tesla. Onward from that, in Europe. So we know the AstraZeneca vaccine is has had a lot of news in terms of its blood clot causing. Now we have a family in France that's actually suing AstraZeneca. I'm not too familiar with their laws in Europe. Might might be uh, different than America in that corporations in Europe might have less liability protection like they do here. I don't know. I don't know how much how many legs this lawsuit might have to stand on, but they're trying. They're going for charges of involuntary homicide after a uh, 63-year-old man died only about a week, it looks like, after his first dose of that AstraZeneca shot. So, you know, let's start taking it towards these big pharma companies. Next article, 246 fully vaccinated Michigan residents to get COVID-19, or got COVID-19, excuse me, after being like it says here, fully vaccinated. Three even died. And again, this goes to show you either one of two things. One of two things are wrong here. Maybe even both. The vaccines totally suck. Don't really protect us and actually you know, cause a lot more problems than they are claimed to solve. Or number two, the tests are bunk, which that's probably the case too. That is the case. Those PCR tests, they pump them up at so many cycles they run them at, which are far too many cycles and basically show all kinds of positive cases when people probably don't even have a positive case. Both of those probably true. Uh, seeing a lot of articles like this, a lot of stories coming out of vaccinated people 
coming down with a positive COVID test. I think I even saw the governor of Montana, it was reported today, got a positive COVID test after being vaccinated himself. So this is making a lot of people go, what the heck is going on with these? Right here, we have Facebook. This is this is pretty sick stuff from Big Tech. Facebook fact checks a woman's post on vaccines one week before it killed her. So this is what her post said. She went and got a shot, and she posted that the vaccine was making her feel terrible. Her arms hurt. She was tired. She had a headache, all kinds of aches throughout her body. I mean, her her immune system was probably in shock and didn't know how to control her inflammation. Her whole body was probably inflaming, and that's why everything hurt. She made a post about it, and look here. Facebook goes and fact-checks it. COVID-19 vaccines go through many tests for safety and effectiveness before they're approved. Source, World Health Organization. And then, a week later, she passes away. <laughs> wow. This is... This is next level horseshit right here. That's what it is. So do with that what you wish. And then last thing we have on vaccines and then one more article, one more topic to finish this up. This seems to be a new narrative, but it's not a new tactic. What they're doing is completely scapegoating the effects people are noticing. So this came out from Reuters today. A third they're saying of COVID survivors suffer neurological or mental disorders. <laughs> really, a third of COVID survivors suffer brain problems. That sounds like a perfect excuse to scapegoat any of the side effects that people get from the vaccines, right? They'll get COVID, they go and get their vaccines, they start getting brain problems. Oh man, oh man, what, what's, what's causing my headache? They see this mainstream article say, whoa, one third of COVID survivors get brain problems. Then they, then they think it's the, the COVID they survived, right? When it was probably a bullshit false positive they got in the first place, never even had COVID, but they think they had it. They think they survived it. So they went and got a vaccine. The vaccine's probably actually given them the problems, whatever freaking mRNA is messing up their body now. But then they you know, falsely blame it on the COVID they survived because of some dumb shit media article like this. I've seen this same sort of narrative go around, for instance, having to do with pregnancies. People are having a lot of complications with their pregnancies. And then the media says, oh, that's because of COVID. That's the real reason. So then they don't think it's the vaccine. They think it's the COVID. Don't let them gaslight you. Don't let them scapegoat away the blame of what's actually going on with articles like this. And then the very last thing we're going to talk about here is uh, the Civic Alliance. I discussed this in my last video, how there's this, you know, they claim to be a nonpartisan group of businesses. Bullshit. Uh, the Civic Alliance is the organization where all of the different businesses are banding together to, they're claiming uh, fight for freedom and democracy and all this stuff, but that's just, lame gaslighting excuses to uh, fight against voting, v voting ID initiatives and things like this. Things to secure our election, they're going against. So now...
Now you can see it's up to over 1,100, 1,119 companies that have signed on this initiative to fight for democracy, <laughs> strengthen our democracy. When every, when anytime something has some sort of word salad psychobabble like that, just flip that around. Just that statement's ass backwards. You know what they're doing is try to trying to push forward more communistic, socialistic agendas. And let's take a look at, I mean, I'm not going to be able to go through this whole list of 1,200 companies here, but you can go check it out yourself. See what companies you uh, don't want to support anymore. I mean, let's start voting with our dollars, voting with our choices. Why would we want to give money to these sort of companies? Like, oh, AMC. Man, if you still got any of those AMC stocks, sell them. <laughs> sell them. Abercrombie and Fitch, I've never spent any money there in my life, but you know. Ooh, Airbnb. I don't, you know, I haven't traveled for a while, so I don't use them anymore. All kinds of companies. I mean, a lot of these aren't a surprise. It's just a bunch of big tech assholes that want to, uh, you know, put their voices towards the agenda what you got ben and jerry's on there i think they uh didn't they come out and support joe biden for president before the election a lot of big box retailers you got your best buy on there you've got your your shitty insurance companies that's wonderful yeah so anyway we're going through a revolution right now folks with all these companies people are going to start boycotting some of them which is good and, uh, you know, I'm all for cancel culture when you're actually canceling what is harming you and harming society. That's great. But obviously, a lot of people are using the whole cancel culture thing these days just to just to get rid of what offends them. And the only reason it's offending them is because of the cognitive dissonance in their heads. Right. The the brainwashing that's going on. But let's start voting with our choices, with our dollars actually doing the small actions day in and day form of activism makes a slight difference sure but direct action is definitely the better way to go and what we have to do to start making a uh, making a change making a difference start taking that mask off when you're in the store just don't wear it what what are they going to do what, what are, you know i i often don't wear a mask into the store and people look at me and it's like they don't even realize these days <laughs> so i don't know just do those sorts of things everybody that's all for this video i appreciate you all for tuning in and uh watching this on BitShooter rumble or wherever you are please subscribe to this particular channel and uh notify yourself when videos on this channel drop support in ever which way you see fit even if that's just giving a little thumbs up on this video and sharing it around. That's a big help. That's a huge help. Since we're not on these big tech platforms anymore, I don't have these YouTube algorithms to bump me up and recommend me to people. So it's really word of mouth these days. And go follow me on Telegram as well. I post sometimes on Gab here and there, but Telegram's pretty much only social media I have these days. So go follow, go support. Thank you guys. I will see you on the next live stream, I'll get DLive working as well. I'll get that working on uh, Friday, 4 p.m. See you then.
done.